This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we're going to continue to talk about unconscious bias. We're going to talk about recognizing your own unconscious bias, observing your unconscious bias objectively, form new relationships to overcome your unconscious bias, avoiding unconscious bias when making decisions, and also combating the return of unconscious bias after you have made changes to your unconscious bias. One of the things about unconscious bias, and like we spoke to about in the previous episode, it is basically a survival method that we use early in our history as cavemen. It, we had to go ahead and make quick decisions about friend or foe, you know, flight or fight. Today, we use that type of thinking to actually just categorize people into different categories. Well, we actually go ahead and, and take a look at people as male, female, old, young. We make determinations and assumptions based on what we see, foe you know, or, or, or friends. We actually make those assumptions very quickly, very rapidly, based on nothing more than what we actually see. So the thing about unconscious bias is that you need to understand what actually, how your unconscious bias was actually created. And one of the things about unconscious bias is the fact that it is based on, in many, many, you know, situations, on what you actually read, heard, maybe in some cases, you know, saw. But in many cases, it's what you heard. It's not really what you actually saw or even experienced. One thing that people, you know, have to understand is that you're not really born with a lot of biases. I can understand that, yes, you are born with the, the bias that, yes, you need to have something to eat. Yes, mama's there to protect you. Dad's there to protect you. And those conscious bias and, and family, you, you still associate with friends and people that, you know, you feel comfortable with. And that is fine. You know, but the thing about it is that you have to understand when other people are trying to actually manipulate your, your, your biases, manipulate your thinking, manipulate how you actually see the world, which is actually the reason why you think the way you do. Because when you really think about it, you know, logically, there's no real logic reason to hate these people or that type of group of people or, or those people or, or the Chinese. Oh, God, the Chinese. Oh, God, they're really doing this and that. Have they ever really affected you? If you really take a look at yourself, did the Chinese ever affect you in any which way, form, or fashion? Who do they actually affect? But we have this bias because of the fact that people are actually trying to feed us this information, this false information, to fill up our minds with, oh, I guess I must hate those people because that's what the media tells us. We need to hate those people. And it fills our unconscious bias and it makes us basically dictate our decisions and actions. And again, when unconscious bias turns from a thought to an action, 
It becomes discrimination. It becomes discrimination. And nobody wants to be discriminated against for a job, promotion, or anything. Nobody wants to be discriminated against. But the thing about it is that we allow people to actually form our way of thinking. And we always are looking for things to basically, you know, conform with that way of thinking, to actually justify that way of thinking. We need to understand who is trying to manipulate our way of thinking. In 1917, Woodrow Wilson, President of the United States, created the Office of Public Information. They discovered that if you go ahead and feed certain information to the public, and at that time, in 1917, there was no Google, there was no Facebook, Twitter, or anything like that. All there was was newspapers. So the way to actually form people's way of thinking and actually guide people's assumptions and their unconscious bias was the newspaper. So they would go ahead and put stories into the newspaper and so that people can understand, you know, the, the way that they wanted us to think in some direction, hate these people, hate those people, like these people, whatever the case may be, which formed your unconscious bias. It, it's incredible. It's, it's mind manipulation. And it still goes on today. It really still goes on today. And one of the things that I've noticed recently, and of course, we've all noticed recently, is all this about immigration. And I really don't like to get political, you know, honestly, okay, what your political belief is, your political belief, but I want you to understand, step back, take a look at what and where and how your belief system actually is created. The whole entire thought that these Mexican immigrants are coming across the border, they're taking your jobs, yada, yada, yada. By statistics, it shows that over 800 million jobs globally will be eliminated by, eight, by 2030 due to automation, robotics. In the United States, it's going to get hit really hard with the replacement of employees in work, jobs, and occupations by the year 2030. So a lot of these jobs, in fact, in the past 10 15 years have been replaced by automation. It's not these Mexicans that are coming across the border picking strawberries and picking, you know, grapes, you know, in Napa Valley. They're not really doing anything, but somebody's trying to manipulate your thinking, your unconscious bias into this direction and saying, hey, that's the real reason. Well, let me tell you, I have never seen a Mexican robot how many people have actually seen a Mexican robot? What does that even look like? Can you understand what Detroit actually looks like right now? An assembly line in Detroit manufacturing cars, maybe about a third of all the jobs have been wiped out by robots. I have never seen a Mexican robot. What, what would that even look like? Some Mexican robot at the end of assembly line, hey, mama, linda, como esta? No. 
automation is replacing your job, but they're actually trying to go ahead and think that somebody else is replacing your job. They're trying to create your unconscious bias into believing this thought. We need to understand who and how and why they're trying to manipulate your thoughts. The individual that went into El Paso and, and killed 22 individuals at a Walmart did it out of their thought, their unconscious bias, their belief that it was those people that are they, they, they're, they're invading the country. They're not invading the country, obviously, because Mexico, Texas was part of Mexico. The country actually invaded them. But that's, I'm not trying to get political here. But when somebody tries to actually manipulate your mind, your thought, your, and also your behavior, in that situation, unconscious bias not only took the form of action, took the form of violence. So you need to actually think about where are my thoughts actually coming from? Do you have anything to validate this? Has, any, has the Chinese ever done anything to me? Has, has these people have done anything? Absolutely not. Nine out of ten times, absolutely nothing. Think to yourself, who is actually trying to manipulate your thoughts? Where does your unconscious bias comes from? Observe your unconscious bias. Take a look at the decisions and actions that you have actually taken that actually were based on unconscious bias. Well, I don't like that group of people. I don't like, you know, tall people. I don't like fat people. I don't like thin people. I don't like those people. How and why have you formulated that? Take a look, step back, and think to yourself, oh, my God, you know, I discriminate against people. The thing about it is that you can overcome unconscious bias. You can overcome unconscious bias. You cannot totally eliminate it, unconscious bias. I think the, the, the whole entire way to eliminate unconscious bias is death. Because you can never, ever get rid of unconscious bias. It is there. We always have it. The whole entire thing is not to have unconscious bias move into the realm of action discrimination or even into that stage that we really don't want to cross into violence. One of the ways that you can overcome unconscious bias is create new relationships. If you think that, well, if you start taking a look at yourself and you know like and you start thinking to yourself, you know what? I sort of kind of, you know, I never never, you know, hire a black or Hispanic or, or whatever the case may be or a woman for this position or that position, right? You need to maybe step back and maybe just try to maybe create relationships with those individuals. And then so you're going to find out that, you know what, I was kind of, I was, I was really wrong. I don't know how I got that impression of this person this person's an excellent person. This person will make a great supervisor, a work lead, a great manager, or whatever the case may be. You, you find that you have more in common than you don't. 
I'll admit, I had an unconscious bias towards an individual that I worked with. And it was more because he was always kind of like belittling me, you know, well, you don't know what, you know, don't know how to do this job or that job, you, you don't know this. And, and he was, you know, and I was like, you know, I really don't like this guy. I honestly don't like this guy. And, but the thing about it is that I never really let it affect my work. I would do my work. I would do my job the best I could, take care of my customers the best I could. But, you know, I, I would have to, you know, work with this individual once in a while and stuff, right? But I never really liked liked him, you know, as a worker, as a person in, in many senses. But one day, we were in, in the shop, and he got a call from his daughter. Apparently, his daughter got into a car accident or something. It was nothing that was really bad. It was just a little fender bender. And he basically was talking her through, okay, you know, you're okay, you're all right, you're fine. Okay, do you need to go to the hospital and this and that? And he's talking to her. And um, he's telling her what to do. Go ahead and exchange, in, you know, car insurance information and do this and do that. And I can overhear the conversation that he's having with his daughter. And I said, you know, I really didn't mean to, you know, eavesdrop on the conversation. But at the end of the conversation, he said, I love you, sweetie. And I can hear her voice on the phone. And she said, I love you, daddy. At that moment in time, I was like, oh, my God. He's a dad, just like I'm a dad. And he's talking to his daughter, just like I would be talking to my daughter. Especially if she got into an accident and he's worried about her. So, all, let me tell you, all the unconscious bias that I had towards this individual, because he's a, a tall, white male who kind of like, you know, he kind of likes to belittle me and try to, try to talk down to me and this and that, you know, that, you know, I kind of like overlooked all that. I kind of look, overlooked all that. And I actually thought to myself, this guy, this guy is just a dad, just like I am. Sure, sometimes, and I, I'll admit, he can be a real pain in the butt. But we have a lot more in common than we don't. He cares for his family. He cares for his daughter. And just the same as I would, you know, as I care for my family, for, as I care for my daughter. He had the same type of stress. He, he had the same type of anxiety when he found out that she was in an accident and stuff. And it's basically the same thing that I would have. And when my daughter was in an accident, I, I it was the same thing. I was like, oh, my God, all nervous and, and everything. And, you know, it was just like, just focus on that she was okay and, you know, that, that type of relationship and stuff, right? And I actually thought to myself, wow, you know, all this stereotype that, that I had, all these negative thoughts that I had, all this negative unconscious bias, you know, I'm actually, you know, seeing that I had without really looking at the person.
the true person behind all of that. That's why forming new relationships with people that you're not really comfortable with at times is a way to overcome unconscious bias. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll admit afterwards, you know, we became good friends. We understood each other, and we can laugh and joke, and and we were we're pretty good friends. And um, and it's some that's someone somebody that I can actually say I, I, I'm very proud to call a friend. But if it wasn't because of that conversation that I listened into, if it wasn't because I saw that we have more in common than what we don't, I probably wouldn't have changed my bias towards him. So one way to really, you know, get rid of your unconscious bias is to actually make new relationships. Talk to that person that you never talked to. Talk to that person with the scruffy beard that, you know, you, you, you had this thought that this guy's a hippie from the 60s, this guy, or this and that, you know. Because what happens is, right, you're going to find out that you're going to have a lot more in common with people than, than you don't. And if you're in a hiring position, you're a hiring officer, you're going to be making better decisions. You're going to be looking at people and, and actually just, you know, looking at them as a person rather than just a stereotype. Like I said, everybody has stereotypes. Every, I mean, unconscious bias, which leads to stereotypes. We kind of like to categorize people into groups. Like I said, big, small, fat, thin, white, black, Hispanic, you know, gay, you know, maybe somebody with money. Everybody has those unconscious bias. The thing about it is that you need to go ahead and make better decisions in your life. Make better decisions so that... It, it does your unconscious bias does not turn into action does not turn into discrimination against a group of people just because of the fact that you don't know everything about it and that your unconscious bias does not evolve from action to something worse where you're actually thinking about hurting other people it's sad to think that people don't understand. You have to understand that there are people out there manipulating your thoughts. That's the greatest gift that you have is your thought. What you think. Don't let other people manipulate you in a way that is negative. You know, when somebody says, well, you know, that group of people, well, I tell you what, you know, I have some friends that are, you know, Hispanics, some Mexicans that are, that are good friends or whatever the case may be. The Chinese never bothered me. <laughs> I'm 58 years old. I have never had a problem with any Chinese people anywhere. You know? So why are they a problem? Who are they a problem for? That's what you got to understand. Is that somebody is trying to manipulate your thoughts, your feelings, your decisions, your actions, and sometimes even manipulate you into violence. What for? You have to look at who's actually creating those thoughts and feelings inside of you. And say, hey, you are not 
in charge of my brain. You're not in charge of my attitude. You're not in charge of my, my actions. I make my decisions. Not based on what I hear. I'll make the decision. I'll make the judgment of whether this person is good or this person is bad. Or this person I should hire or this person I can't hire. Do some research. Do some study. If they say, oh, well, jobs are, are you know, get, getting eliminated and stuff, we'll find out why. Because there's a heck of a lot of jobs out there, like I said, are being eliminated due to automation. Due to automation. They don't want to tell you that. I don't know. Maybe it's a Terminator thing or something like that. The robots are going to take over or whatever the case may be and stuff. Right? But nobody wants to go ahead and let you know that a, a big, huge percentage of jobs that are being lost are due to automation. It is not due to Pedro coming across the border picking strawberries. I, I can guarantee you that. Okay? Because I never ask my kids to, hey, you know what? Work very hard. Go to school. Get a college degree. Go pick some strawberries or grapes over at Napa Valley. There's some folks that come into this country to actually do a job that not too many people want to do. And that's fine. If that's you know what they want to do, that's fine. And the majority of crime that is committed in this country is not committed by immigrants that come across the border. And like I said, I really don't want to get political. But the thing about it is, is that you need to go ahead and open your eyes, open your ears, open your heart. Understand what's going on in this country. Understand who's manipulating your thoughts. It's, it's, it's incredible. We're living in a... In a in an era right now where there is so much information out there, but there is so many people who don't seem to get it. So many people out there that don't want to get information. Oh, no, no, I can't, can't listen to that. No, I can't because, you know, I'm supposed to hate those people. Open your eyes, people. There is Google. Do a Google. Take a look to see how much jobs are lost to automation or what what you know what's happening in, in the world for real don't let other people dictate your thoughts your actions your behavior don't let other people create uh, uh, assumptions in your unconscious bias to create your unconscious bias this this is a topic that you know it's it's to me is very important because i see it every day i i I see it every day. And what's so crazy about it, too, about this unconscious bias thing is that I see where the media tries to, you know, manipulate the information about a group of people. And what's so crazy about it is that other people of this same, you know, group, you know, have negative feelings towards their own people. How can you, you know, you, you can hear, okay, well, you know, uh, you know, Hispanics are doing this, this, and this. And you're actually saying, yeah, Hispanics are doing this and this. You are a Hispanic. These, you are the person that they're talking about. How ridiculous is that? So I guess you may need to go ahead and look in the mirror and hate yourself. You know, I really hate you because you have a job. <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't make any sense. So what I'm trying to say is take a look at what's the information that's coming to you. Take a look. Make an objective analysis of, hey, you know what? 
maybe maybe I need to take a look at this. Maybe I need to rethink this. So once you figure out that, hey, you know what? Yeah, you know, you're right. I just took a look at the, the newspaper. Maybe I took a look at this or that. And, and, and you know what? You're right. It, it, it's, you know, automation has it's gotten rid of this job, that job, this and that and all that stuff, right? Make your own decisions. Figure it out. The information is out there. All you need to do is actually look for it. There's a lot of programs out there to, to help you look for it and stuff, you know? And once you figure it out, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do things differently. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, from this point on, I'm going to take a look at these resumes objectively. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, give this person a fair shot. I'm going to go ahead and give this guy a chance at this job, that job, or whatever the case may be. You're going to find that things are going to be much better, especially like in the workplace. You're going to promote diversity. You're going to promote innovation. You're going to promote creativeness. You're going to promote a work environment where everybody can grow together and learn from each other, which is going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a totally beautiful thing. You're going to be able to outperform absolutely anybody. You're going to be able to outperform corporations with multi-billion dollars, maybe, you know, budgets and stuff, right? And they're going to say, wow, you know, that organization really kicked our butts there because they have it together. They find that their strength that they have is through their diversity that they have. They found and overcome unconscious bias. They're not making bad decisions. They're actually letting people grow within the organization and bringing in everyone. That's how you combat unconscious bias. And don't get me wrong, you may get to that point where, hey, you know what? Oops. I sort of kind of reverted back to this way of thinking and stuff, right? But it doesn't make you a bad person. You can make mistakes. You can say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and, and you know, readdress this. And you don't have to start from point A, but you need to go ahead and just go ahead and take a look at where your decisions and actions and say, you know what? This is much better decision. This is a better decision. Bring somebody else in and take a look at your decision. Hey, you know what? And they're going to say, you know, I think that this person will be a better person, a better fit for the job. One of the things about when you actually address your unconscious bias is the fact that if you're more relaxed, you don't have to think about how you hate this person, how you, you can breathe, you can relax, you can do your job, you can bring in everybody, you know, and, and it's going to be an awesome thing. One of the reasons why I was very successful as a manager was because I let everybody contribute. I didn't, I didn't care whether you're black, white, green, red. I really didn't care where you came from. If you had a thought, you had an idea or something like that, hmm, you know what? That sounds great. Let's go ahead and give that a try. You never know. It might work better. And when you do that, people feel relaxed. They feel confident. And they can create anything. They can outperform anyone. So take a look at your unconscious bias. You have to overcome your unconscious bias. Question yourself. 
question where and why you're making these decisions logically. Don't go by what somebody tells you to do. And you hear it on the news all the time, right? You have to hate this. You have to hate that. You have to do this. You have to do that. Oh, you have to, in order to be successful, you have to do. No. Look at it objectively. Because there's always somebody out there trying to tell you what to do that's in their favor. That's going to benefit them. It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit your family. It's not going to benefit your organization. There's always somebody out there trying to manipulate your thoughts. In 1917, when Woodrow Wilson created the Office of Public Information that actually dictate the thoughts of Americans in this country, that those, those newspapers actually put out everything that they wanted the public to believe. Do you know one thing about that? That office still exists. That office still exists. Food for thought. Food for thought. Do your research. Do your studying. Take a look at things objectively. This is a, a very deep topic, and I, I, you know, the more and more I see news, the more and more I see how people are actually drawn in and trying to, you know, connect with their unconscious bias, uh, with their confirmation unconscious bias. You know, they're constantly trying to feed you this, constantly trying to feed you this. And I'm like, just, God, just let it go. People trying to tell you what to think. Let it go. Make your own decisions. When you actually stop empowering other people to make your thoughts and decisions, then you'll be a better leader within your organization, within your family, within your life. I'd like to thank you for um, listening to uh, my podcast. And uh, like I said, I really don't want to get political, but I want you to open your mind, open your thoughts, take a look, reach out to people, make connections that's going to eliminate unconscious bias. Reach out to people. Just like I... You know, just like I made a better relationship with my friend. You know, you can do that. It's going to make you a better manager. It's going to make you a better person. You're going to feel more relaxed. I'd like to thank you for listening to my podcast. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.